We're rolling on Pro Tools. This is uh, another exercise in rote. So we're going live on YouTube. I don't know what I'm going to do, but we're going live on YouTube. We're just seeing what it looks like. Okay, checking out YouTube. We're live on YouTube. Um, I think that's the picture we want. I'm just checking. I've got mic placement. Uh, we've got the light to the left. Ah, uh, let me just take care of one thing. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I like, yeah, gotta watch out for that. So. Details, details, details. See, that's why I'm doing this, so I know what to be aware of and to um, get ready for this fiasco. Uh, no, it's not a fiasco. It's a, it's a drill. It's a drill. Check two. Check two. We're testing the video, the audio. I'm going to test the mic here. Oh, it's muted. Okay, now it's not muted. Um, I'm sending a rather strong signal through my mixer. Um, I'm looking at the visual. I'm now going to make it a full screen visual. See how it looks. Okay, that looks better. Um, um, so let's check out the visual. I'm going to play a video. Why not? Um, YouTube Lee. And we'll check this out. It's going to be Latino by Jimmy Lee Boggs. So this is all practice. As you notice, I've got the mic placed in a different location. Um, I'm doing, getting the visuals going. Oh, I forgot one thing. Let me take care of this. Huh. Okay, I gotta be ready for that. Jeesh, when I move the, the uh, chair, it brushes against the mic, so I've gotta just adjust for these things. That's why I do this. So I gotta remember to keep the, the chair behind the mic uh, at a placement before I do this. Okay, I'm sending a signal on YouTube, or on Pro Tools. Now, what my goal is, is to, um, my goal is to this. Yes, do a podcast live stream. Okay, am I looking at the camera? Okay, do I need to look at the camera? Let's bring it up a bit. Not Okay, so this is looking at the camera like that. Now this is the best visual I can possibly have through the um, studio webcam. So my podcast is going to be um, not as music focused, I don't think. Because when you look at the visual, um, nothing is more boring than somebody just going... Well, this is the cool part where the guitar goes from left to right. Nah, the podcast is going to be a little bit more than that. But speaking of that, they're going to be visual too, um, with broadcasting of news events. But we'll get to that. Um, first of all, let's bring up Jimmy Lee Boggs Latino. Jimmy Lee Boggs Latino. Official music video. Okay. Now, obviously, I'm just doing a test here to see how it works and how the visuals go. 
So let's see Jimmy Lee Boggs Latino, see how that looks and sounds with you watching it behind me. Okay, and we'll get this full screen and we'll bring this to shut up. And I've got the I've got the um, music I think up. Let's see. Let's see. Hey sailor, on my way. <laughs> there she goes walking on down to the street. Oh, who do you think she might like to meet? A fair Americano who likes my Chicago. Oh my, what she wants to see. Hey. A man here I always find for me. and sedition records but speaking of that um okay this is gonna be a challenge because uh um i gotta figure out how to stop this thing because what i did i did a bad joke one day and today the theme for this entire past two weeks has been bad jokes and i'm um, looking bad and saying stupid things and i'm doing pretty good at that i'm on a roll in other words and i'm working on mic placement here um 
I'm trying to keep the streak going where I just say stupid things and dumb things. But the reason I want to do that is so I get it out of my system so that when it's time to be zany, 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 and wacky on, you know, at the drop of a hat, I have hats over there I can drop. Um, bingo, I'm right there. You know, so I, say, I spend two weeks saying stupid things and, and dumb things that make me sound like a you know, moron. So then when, it, when the time happens, when I have to meet someone and write like that, say, Jim, 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 say something zany and wacky. I'll say, something zany and wacky. You know, what else would anybody do at a time like that? So anyhow, let me test, test, test out some other options here. You're listening to AZ Radio Dot. The kids should be in school. school. The kids should be in school. school. AZ Radio Dot. Okay, so I'm testing out all these things, and this is going to be a short test because we're the big news is Draco. So um, what I'm every time I do a test, I promote the Draco album that was released just recently on Sedition Records, and with this feature I have, I broke this iPad making a bad Cardi B joke, um, and it smashed onto the ground, and uh, fix-it place fixed it, because I didn't have Apple Care at the time, but um, at the time, I didn't care, <laughs> you know, it's Cardi B, what, they, what can I say, it looks like my jacket has a few snags in it, so um, Abducted is, since I'm doing this test, I'm promoting Abducted, which is on Sedition Records, which is by Puff, who is a Sedition Record alumni, um, and this is Roswell. Let's play a few cuts off of this because I think it's uh, the sound is good and everything else. So, of course, I won't dance to this, but this is Roswell, the first cut off of Draco Abducted. Can we edit out that distortion? This is a Sedition Records update. the shows are going to go where I play music until I find something better to, well, I can't say better than this. And we'll come back to Draco in a second. 
But first, we'll go back to this. You're listening to AZ Radio Dot. The kids should be in school. school. The kids should be in school. school. AZ Radio Dot. Life. Radio Dot. History, but especially black history, is under attack in America, which is why documentaries are crucial for understanding this country's past. A new one, 70, 761st Tank Battalion, the original Black Panthers, tells the true story of the first black tank unit to serve in combat during World War II. While the majority black battalion was fighting one battle overseas, they were also fighting another in their home country against racism, segregation, and inequality. These heroes helped to liberate more than 30 cities and towns. They were the tip of Patton's spear. They fully integrated the armed forces. Black veterans become major figures in the civil rights movement. I really want to see the 761st finally get the recognition they deserve. Because these men really did come out fighting. That is right. The one and only Morgan Freeman is here with me on set. The Academy Award winning actor is also the executive producer of 761st Tank Battalion, the original Black Panthers, which premieres on the History Channel. And we should note that the documentary was produced under SAG's basic cable agreement, which is outside the scope of the strike order. As such, Mr. Freeman is able to be here to promote the film. I am the luckiest person alive <laughs> that I get to be here with you. Um, Mr. Freeman, thank you so much for being here. It's nice to be here with you, Joy. So tell us about the 761st, but also your personal connection to this story and why you wanted to do it. Uh, I'd never heard of them until, what, 12 or so years ago? I don't know, 20 years ago, I think. And a guy came to us with a, a script, a story about this tank battalion that was served on the Patton. Wait a minute, I saw Patton. What do you mean, tank battalion? Well, we start getting into that, getting up with this history, and yes, indeedy. When Patton ran out of uh, men and materials, and uh, a couple of months after the invasion, Europe, he said, somebody go find me some tanks. So they went and they found the 761st. They've been training since. 1942. They wouldn't let her come over there and fight because, well, these people, they're just, they won't work out in the tank. You mm -hmm. know, being in a tank, it needs number one, the courage just to stay there. Right. And then you got to think fast a lot of mm -hmm. times. And I, you know, I, these fellows, just, that's not going to manage that. I just, I can't help that. Well, here they come. Mm -hmm. And when it was all over, they never actually rotated back from the front lines. They were that effective that if you needed something done, um, where's the 761st now? Yeah. Suddenly they realized that these Black Lives Mattered and that they knew what they were doing. And Absolutely. Come Out Fighting was their, I love that, Come Out Fighting was their um, sort of their slogan. Yeah. You got a chance to actually speak with a survivor, maybe the final surviving member. His name is Corporate Robert Curtis Andre. Yes. Talk about him. Yeah. Uh, well, he was, I think he honest survived up to the second battle they had, the second encounter, and 
something went off in the tank, uh, they got hit, shrapnel just littered his body, and uh, they took him out of the tank, laid him on the side of the road in a shallow ditch, covered him up with ferns and grass and dirt uh, in order to, so that they could find him when they come back, if they came back, if they came back, yeah. or what it was coming with. And he survived that. And when I was talking to him, you, you talk to veterans of combat and they can't tell you much. Yeah. You know, it was hell, I was there. Mm -hmm. So details, somebody called that the bog of war. Right? Yeah, yeah. But they got him, he survived, and his body is still uh, shedding shrapnel, just working its wow. way out of his... Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, the fact that, um, that you executive produced this documentary at this time, when history is under attack, and black history specifically, there is this sort of sense among some people in this country that it is dangerous to tell our stories, that our stories will somehow make white Americans feel bad, you know, and giving the truth of our history. Why do you think it is important to insist upon telling our history anyway? If you don't, understand and learn from history. The mistakes that you made are just going to come around again. This country, bless our hearts, tried really, really hard to tamp down what we know is under the rocks and hiding in bushes. Saying so, if we don't know about it, if we don't learn from it and learn to recognize it and have the courage to deal with it, we're just going to wind up back where we were, which is not where we want to be. Yeah. And the thing about the World War II, the, the, you know, the black men who fought in World War II, and there were significant numbers of them, is that they really were key to the civil rights movement. They came home from having seen the world. Um, having traveled more than most white Americans ever had, right, who didn't serve, and said, you know what? No, we insist upon being able to vote. We insist upon being able to have dignity and to be treated with respect. That really was key to this. It's like you need the connections to understand history in general. Yeah, a lot of them had the first experience with being respected mm -hmm. in Europe when they got to England and got to France and that welcomed with open arms. This is American fighting men. Yeah. Come on in. Um, treated with dignity. And so you say it can happen. So we're going to insist on it at home. There is only one uh, Morgan Freeman, the great Morgan Freeman. Thank you. It is an honor just to meet you and be able to talk to you. And I truly mean that. This seems like an incredible documentary. And I appreciate you. Thank you so much for that, Joy. Thank you very much. It's wonderful to look at those dark brown eyes. Okay. I hereby retire. Thank you all for having me. Uh, 761st Tank Battalion, the original Black Panthers, premieres August 20th on the History Channel. You must watch it. You have been asked and commanded by God himself. We'll be right back. Wow. He is. He is. And I actually, um, my wife is, is a, a, at a Stylo Hair Salon. Um, it's a school for styling. And I saw Morgan Morgan Fairchild there, yeah. Morgan Fairchild, no, Morgan Freeman stood up. He's a big, towering man. He stood up, and I went, oh my gosh, I'm going to jail now. No, I'm kidding. Um, I, yeah, let me go through the, um, what do they call that thing, uh, the duct that he 
that um, Tim Robbins crawled through and finally he came up out of the water and said, hoo-hoo, looks like I'm ready for another, um, what's another sh- movie he made? I forget, but you know, Tim Robbins was redeemed through the mentorship of God himself and that was Morgan Freeman. And that's this test that we've got today. We're just gonna wrap it up with that because this was nothing more than a test of Draco. The album is now everywhere. And I saw Morgan Freechild. Hey.